Welcome all. You're listening to the MLTI 2.0 podcast, Teaching with Tech. We are your hosts, MLTI Ambassadors. We are here to support Maine educators by building a network focused on authentic voices, experiences, and technology integration. Well, hello, and welcome back to another episode of MLTI's Teaching with Tech. I am Rob Dominic, and I am back to host this April 2023 episode. We've got a little bit of a different flavor for you this time around. While we have really enjoyed bringing relevant school and technology content to you through the startup of this podcast, we figured it would be worth taking a pause from the normal program and give you a background about ourselves as MLTI ambassadors. After all, some of you listening might be like, who are these people? Where do they come from? And I thought MLTI was a device allocation program. Well, we are now on to MLTI 2.0 with the goal of helping schools effectively integrate technology in a variety of ways. In order to accomplish this, the MLTI program has hired ambassadors to be able to take on the workload of helping schools. The current eight ambassadors have a high performance and interest in technology integration And most importantly, they are fresh out of the classroom, so we are still in that teaching mindset. As you will hear in the discussion in this episode, we offer a variety of ways to assist schools and teachers with technology integration. All for free. Yes, free. That magic word we all love in education. Whether it's training on a specific piece of technology for yourself or staff, assistance with integrating tech into a lesson or unit, creating asynchronous PD for you to watch at your own time, or even some guidance with digital citizenship. Those and many more are all aspects of our roles here as ambassadors. And it can all be arranged for main educators for free. I feel like this would be a spot to insert one of those cheesy infomercials with the whole, but wait, there's more. Instead, I will just lead you into the conversation that us ambassadors had about our roles, which hopefully will paint a better picture for you. So again, uh, my name is Rob Dominic. I was at Brewer Middle School, Brewer Community School in seventh grade math prior to this position. And I'm also joined by Kate Meyer, who can introduce herself. I'm Kate Meyer, and prior to this position and when my term um, as an ambassador is up, I'm an English teacher and a design thinking teacher at Mount Desert Island High School, and I will pass it to Jonathan. I'm Jonathan Warner. I am previously and will again be the tech integrator at Cape Elizabeth Middle School. I also teach design thinking in a makerspace, and the majority of my work otherwise is in supporting teachers in their uh, exploration of technology use in classrooms. And I'll ask Yu Hong to go next. Hi, I'm Yu Hong Sun. I'm a junior ambassador. Prior to this, I was a computer science teacher and a Chinese language teacher at Noble High School for 18 years. I taught students from K through 12 grades. I was also a technology integration specialist. I helped and supported teachers to integrate technology into the curriculum. We'll pass on to Nicole. Hi, my name is Nicole Kayrod. And uh, before this, I was a science teacher at Mount Ararat Middle School. And I'm gonna pass to Josh. 
Hello, I'm Joshua Schmidt. Before this role, I was a middle school math teacher at China Middle School, and I will pass it to Tracy. Thanks, Josh. My name is Tracy Williamson. I'm a junior ambassador, so this is my first year in the ambassador program. I'm coming from Gorham, where I teach middle school chorus and general music, as well as the middle and high school steel bands. I have always found creative ways to utilize educational technology in all of my music classes and ensembles to make up for the short amounts of time that I have with students. I am going to pass things off to Martha. My name is Martha Thibodeau, and I am a junior MLTI ambassador. And previous to this, I was in Mount Blue as a technology integration coordinator. And I also taught at Lawrence Junior High School for 17 years. All right. Well, thank you all for, for being here. And I think it's going to be a great conversation here for everybody uh, to discuss uh, our roles and, again, our goals of the ambassador program for MLTI. So really to get started here, to establish the baseline, um, you know, one of my favorite movies and amusing movies to think about is Office Space. So uh, what what would you say you do here exactly? Um, we have, I don't know, I have my spin line stapler with me. I don't know if you guys do as well, but uh, maybe we can go through that real real briefly and, and let everybody know what it is that we what we want to accomplish in these roles. So I'm going to start by just saying that it is a two-year role. So you um, start out as a junior ambassador, and at the beginning of the year, you kind of have, you know, just the introductory phase and kind of going into things and figuring it out and then um, doing projects and things throughout the year. And then as a senior ambassador, you've... Um, established things the year before and going into more of working with conferences and PDs and bringing the junior ambassadors on um, as well. Uh, Jonathan, why don't you tell us a little bit more about the the ambassador perspective as a senior ambassador? One of the things I didn't realize about MLTI was that in its rebranding as MLTI 2.0, there was an intention to make sure that people with experience in classrooms were providing the support. As a senior ambassador, Kate and Rob and I have each had this opportunity to, as Nicole said, reflect on how that first year went. And we were really, I hate the expression, but building the airplane as it flew, um, trying to figure out in that first year what this was going to look like. And the opportunity, I think, to um, change MLTI's perception from being something that provided devices to something that actually changed the experience of kids in the classroom is really what attracted me to this. Um, I had the opportunity to work with the MLTI program in the middle school um, and watch it expand into other grades. But by providing the devices because of the uniqueness of my position as a tech integrator, I was also seeing the places where limitations were um, happening and people were ending up with less opportunity than they might've had because they lacked the professional development. So to me, that has been incredibly attractive um, as a place to offer opportunity and really give people a sense of what tech can do when it's being used really well. Excellent. Thank you guys for that. <clears throat> Definitely think you did a great job painting the picture about uh, our, our goals for the MLT Ambassadorship Program and the ability to serve teachers in, in Maine um, and support them as best as we can. So to give people a little bit more of an insight as well into kind of how, what that looks like day to day or even week to week for us, I'd love for us to be able to have a conversation here um, about what it is our days look like and our weeks look like 
Uh, we'll get into specifics about some certain projects that we've done a little bit later, but I think it would be great if we could touch on uh, what we've seen so far in our experiences, whether it's the two years for you know Kate, Jonathan, and I, or the one year for Nicole, Joshua, Yu Hong, Tracy, and Martha. I can start. So Nicole did a really good job of kind of painting the picture of from the first year in this position. At the very beginning, you get time to kind of get your feet under you. And I would say one of the most helpful resources I had was the senior ambassadors that had done the position for a year were instrumental at giving us perspective of like what the projects will be and that what how the work kind of ebbs and flows throughout the year. Um, we do have a daily morning meeting, and we had a second meeting with just the junior ambassadors early in the year to kind of get perspective on like what a day looks like. But there also is independent time and kind of early in the process that independent time is spent on just helping that professional development for yourself. Like what are things that you need to know how to do effectively to be able to do some of those bigger projects down the road? You want to kind of expand on that, Kate? I thought I would add on um, to what that looks like in the in the second year because it's a little bit um, different because it's um, you've had that year of kind of exploration and making connections and figuring out what your passion projects are going to be and what teachers um, need in terms of support. And so I found that in my second year, I had less of that professional learning time at the beginning um, of the year because I was diving right into conferences and developing PD that, uh, you know, districts had requested the previous spring. So at the beginning of, of this year, um, I was working on presentations for a handful of conferences that were coming up in conference season in the fall, and then really um, kicking off some PD right in September with some districts. So, um, you know, kind of once you get your feet under you in that first year, um, and, and get all that background behind you that second year, you really um, launch off pretty quickly. Rob would like to add on to that, I think. Yeah, um, I just think it's a really good point there uh, from Kate as well, and a good description from Josh to start with. Um, that's one thing I've found in this role is that things really do come in waves, um, and the waves have been a little bit bigger, stronger this second year um, because things have been more established. I feel like there's a steady steady dose of conferences that we've been prepping for. Um, we try to make a, a good presence, have a good presence at, um, you know, the bigger ones, Actum, Mammal, um, you know, your, your subject specific ones that are throughout the state of ELA and math and um, et cetera. Um, so we're prepping for that. As we've gotten to know schools in our first year, we, we've been able to continue work with those schools in our second year, which has been a little bit more uh, we have a little bit more demand for what we wanted to do because they know what we're what we offer. So they've been able to take advantage of that more. Um, and then, um, you know, finally, too, we, we have a better idea of any sort of PD that we want to conduct from, you know, PD videos, asynchronous videos, this podcast, for example, as well. I think one of the things I did not anticipate and that's been the best aspect of this work is the partnerships with the other ambassadors and the pairings and trios of people who have really just completely changed my perspective about teaching. So this common thread of being classroom teachers who stay connected to the field and understand what it's like, but then simultaneously who have this shared interest in helping other teachers has meant that I have as much in common with a chorus teacher and a math teacher as I do with 
Kate, who we have a very similar experience in English and in um, design thinking backgrounds. So that connection and then the ability to bring that multidisciplinary experience to professional development has been incredible. Um, I would have prior to this said my best area of work was humanities because that's what I knew and I didn't have a partner with whom to expand my understanding. But with someone I can work with, I feel much more confident talking to a math teacher, talking to a science teacher and feeling like the conversation I'm having with them is value added. Uh, I love MLTI and best job because it provides me with opportunities to help teachers integrate technology into curriculum. Every day, I start my day with a daily meeting. That is my favorite. I get the chance to know other ambassadors and also get help for them if I need. Everyone has its own specialty. It is a great resources of technology and technology integration. With this job, I could do more to help teachers develop more creative and interactive lessons with technology and help teachers to access all the innovative resources so that they can better help students to meet their challenges in the future. And uh, I, I just want to extend on what Jonathan and Yuhong had both talked about. One of the things that I think is my favorite part of this role is that collaboration is the goal. It's not a side effect that it very, very clearly is intended to be. You have a group of experts that have all kinds of different specializations. And it's a little bit intimidating at first where, you know, you're surrounded by people who are just phenomenal educators. But for me, like I love learning from the team. And that has been so wildly helpful for my own professional development. But also when somebody from the field contacts me, I don't have to be the person with the answer. You're kind of in an in-between role of in-between the DOE and your own district. So when someone contacts you, you have enough information to know who in the DOE might be most helpful. But sometimes that person is just on the team. When people contact me about escape rooms, I'm like, Nicole is absolutely the expert on this, and I will get you in touch with her as quickly as possible. It doesn't have to be me. And that has been such a powerful piece of this. I think we all have touched on the fact that this is a collaborative job. The nature of the job allows you to work from home for the most part, but also have a network of experts that you can reach out to. For example, in the beginning of this job, I was kind of lost in all the resources that the state provides and their organizational structure of the files that they have. And I simply reached out to either Josh or one of the senior ambassadors, and they would help me find the pieces that I needed to do my job. And then I started collaborating with the other ambassadors. So on a daily basis, I am reaching out to at least one other ambassador to help me find a resource to work on a project with or to get some more information about how to do something. Well, and I think that collaboration is there to get the job done. But what really amazes me is that 
we've been together maybe a handful of times in person and we really know each other. So it's not, you're not a lone wolf hanging out at your home doing this remote work. It really is a team. And that's been one of my favorite parts. Yeah, I definitely have to echo everything that everyone has already said. This year, in addition to working with schools around the state, I have really stayed in touch with my own school, not only to continue teaching my after-school music programs, but I've also been able to support our tech integrator in the work that she does with our staff, just from you know chatting and emailing with her about opportunities to helping with staff PD days and other technology and computer science events. I think that's a great point, honestly, kind of end this first part on this first segment as we discuss this job, um, because I think that's the, the true heart of what's going on here with this MLTI ambassadorship program, um, is that there is a lot of great collaboration. Um, we want to give the, the the field the very best that we have to offer, and we're going to you know, survey all of us together and come up with the very best you know, PD or, or um, advice or you know, whatever we can give a teacher in the classroom or even a district um, in some cases of, of what work we can provide for them. So for anybody out there, you know, listening to all this, keep that in mind as ambassador, you know, um, positions open up in the spring of each year. This year, they, they've kind of gone through that process already in 2023. But if this sounds like something that you're looking forward to, that you would enjoy being able to collaborate with some really highly motivated, great people um, and experts in their in their fields, um, it's a, it's been an awesome collaboration. So now that you have some more background about us and our roles, it's probably best to hear directly from those schools that we have been working with since the establishment of the MLTI ambassadors last year. While some of this is honestly a little awkward for us because we're not really looking to brag about our work. We really want to get the message out to everybody that this is a great resource available to Maine educators. Hi, my name is Danielle McLaughlin. I work as the technology coach for the Westbrook School Department. Hi, my name is John Candelo, and I currently teach eighth grade science here at Winter Middle School. Hello, I'm Terry Dawson, tech integrator from Gorham Middle School. Hi, my name is Kim Barnes, and I teach grade 8 ELA at Caribou Community School in Aroostook County, and I am the 2019 Aroostook County Teacher of the Year. And I'm Heather Anderson. I teach grade 8 ELA and Social Studies also at Caribou Community School, and I'm the 2022 Aroostook County Teacher of the Year. So I went on to the main DOE website to find some contact information for the MLTI team. I did reach out to John Graham, who helped facilitate the connection between myself and the MLTI ambassadors. And working with the MLTI ambassadors was wonderful. They were able to work with the vision that I had, offered ideas of their own, and really took the lead in planning impactful sessions for our staff, which included some topics like digital citizenship, goose chase, Canva, and, and others. I first got connected to an MLTI ambassador through a colleague of mine here at school. Um, we share the same group of students, and he approached me knowing that it was my first year teaching eighth grade science. Previously, I only taught seventh. And knowing that I felt like a new teacher all over again, sort of, you know, content-wise, he sent along information regarding someone that I could get in touch with for content. Um, I could not be more impressed with or more thankful for all of the valuable resources that were shared with me. 
Um, the eighth grade chemistry content was organized in an easy to follow scope and sequence that made sense. The activities and projects were engaging and fun for kids and it hit all of the standards that I'm required to hit. I've had the privilege of working with Tracy Williamson, who is now an MLTI ambassador, for many years. Tracy's passion for teaching music is infectious, inspiring not only her students, but also those around her to appreciate music on many different levels. During the past year, I've had the privilege of collaborating with several MLTI ambassadors who have been an invaluable resource for my staff's professional development and access to technology resources. Their proficiency and expertise in technology integration were refreshing, particularly when we were working with the new equipment made possible by the CS grants. So I've been teaching for about 27 years, and so I was part of the initial MLTI rollout probably about 20 years ago. So I'm very familiar with MLTI and the impact that it can have um, in your classroom as a teacher. So when MLTI was revamped um, a few years ago to MLTI 2.0, um, an email was sent to us from our building principal introducing us to Rob Dominic. And so quite simply, we reached out to Rob and said, hey, would you like to come to Caribou? In the 21-22 school year, our MLTI ambassador worked with our teachers on technology integration ideas that they had. We were able to give them one-on-one -on -one coaching that they needed to be able to move to the next steps. The MLTI ambassadors also came in and did professional development during half days, which was a huge success. All of our teachers loved working with them and wanted them to come back. Each session received rave reviews and participants' only complaint or request was to actually have had more time to dig in deeper to the topics and tools that were shared. Um, they're great collaborators to work with. Uh, the greatest thing about it is, is as teachers, we may have some big ideas, but to get from point A to point B can be difficult if we don't know the technological nuts and bolts that we would need to know in order to make it work with our students. MLTI does a great job um, providing those nuts and bolts and helps the project, pro, uh, project run smoothly so that we can get to where we need to go. I'd like to thank Nicole, Jonathan, Tracy, and the entire team again um, for being such a dynamic and helpful team to work with. Whenever I need someone to bounce ideas off, Tracy is a remarkable resource for me, and I'm grateful for her continuous support. Um, Nicole, who I've been working with, has been easy to get in touch with, uh, sets up Zoom conferences to check in when needed, and has just been a tremendous help. Tracy is awesome. She is prompt in her communication, dedicated to her work, and very friendly. I love bringing outside experts in to work with our students. Um, working with the MLTI ambassadors have been has been like an amazing experience. Um, they're so quick to respond when we reached out to Rob Dominic the first time and asked if we could set up a Zoom meeting to plan our podcasting um, activity that we needed some support on. He reached back right away and we had a Zoom meeting that day and started started planning. I sincerely hope that the MLTI Ambassador Program will continue to be accessible, not only to the school that I work at, but also to others that don't have a dedicated tech integrator. 
Overall, the LTI ambassadors have been a great help to our school district, which is a small rural school district that doesn't have any technology integration specialists, only the tech support technicians and the IT manager. They're so flexible. They are so helpful. They are so kind too. So it's okay for us to say, you know, I don't know how to do that. And they just reassure you, no, you may not know how, but that's what we're here for. So we would really recommend any classroom reach out to the team because it makes a positive impact on the instruction in a classroom. Full disclosure, when I was first told about reaching out to an MLTI ambassador, I didn't really know what to expect and almost didn't go through with it. Um, and I'm ending with that because I wish more people knew about this support that is already in place because it would be valuable for anyone. As those testimonials explained, we have really loved working with teachers and schools to enhance their technology usage. And believe me, we appreciate them as much as they showed their appreciation towards us. Now, to give you an even deeper understanding of MLTI 2.0, we will head back to another conversation amongst the ambassadors where we were able to highlight some of the other specific projects that we have really enjoyed working on during our time in this world. So, for example, for me, I know a couple of the pieces that I like the most that I've done so far over these two years is I've done a lot of work with uh, Caribou Community School. I've gotten to know the staff up there really well. Uh, I've been up there a few times over the, the course of the last two years and have really enjoyed what they have. I've I've learned a lot myself, and I feel like they've had a really great time with what we've been able to offer them. Um, we've gone up as a group. I've gone up with three of, of us or four of us as MLTI ambassadors and conducted this technology day for the staff and students in eighth grade. And then we, we were able to kind of train the students and staff on various technology software, CoSpaces, WeVideo, how to 3D design, um, how to use some drones for, for integrating the classroom and SphereBots. Uh, it was really great. It was really productive. Um, the kids loved it from the feedback we got from Caribou. Um, it was it was an awesome experience. And again, we've been up there probably about three or four times to do all that because it has been such a positive experience. The other thing I want to mention here with this MLTI role that has stood out to me is just the, the ability to be able to network. I've really enjoyed that piece of it. It's kind of given me a, a way to connect with a lot of educators across the state. Um, again, not only to help them, but also to learn myself if I go to conferences. I have a common talking point with them now, you know, a way to kind of you know, make connections to people about, hey, what is it that you're working on? That's really interesting. Um, you know, hey, how could we help with that? Or how could we expand that? That's really cool work and really build up the great things that are happening across the state. I think that's another important piece, too, that doesn't happen enough in education is building up the great work that educators are already doing. Something that I've really enjoyed is the projects that we do on team that are kind of the professional learning side of it. So we have some asynchronous videos that have contact hours mixed in them. This podcast, professional development sessions like Rob had mentioned in Caribou. And also when we go to like a district PD day and we can offer professional development there. 
it's designed to be as collaborative as possible. So when I'm, you know, making a video that's talking about like making discussions better, of course, I want to bring in Jonathan and Kate to have them be able to have that discussion rather than just me by myself having to have it. Or when Rob and I are doing a session on like bringing podcasting into the classroom, like Rob can remote in for that professional development while I'm there in person. And those opportunities are so valuable. And there's something that I had never had the opportunity to do before this role. And the design of the role itself is why those professional development opportunities can be collaborative, even though we're all working in a hybrid role ourselves. I agree with Josh. And one of my favorite projects is the creation of the asynchronous videos. Every ambassador takes advantage of their own expertise and skills to create great and useful videos for teachers to use in the daily teaching practices. The content covers a wide range of topics such as digital citizenship, blended learning, computer science, and you know, digital uh, art, everything. So this is a great project and I really enjoy it. As Josh mentioned, collaboration is also part of the creation of the videos. As the English teacher on the team, um, it's probably no surprise that I am bringing uh, the idea of books and book clubs and book studies um, to my work. So this year, Rob and I have collaborated on a blended learning um, book study that we are hosting online that has been a lot of fun and something that I'm super passionate about because um, it's a model that I've used in my own classroom that has really changed um, teaching and learning in my sphere. Um, and so I just am really excited to share it with as many educators as possible because it's something that has um, really streamlined my workflow and given me some balance back in my personal and professional life while at the same time allowing me to create really cool learning opportunities for my own students um, and giving them the opportunity to really take control of their own learning. Um, the other thing that I've really been excited about is my work with uh, John um, in digital citizenship. And so one of the things that we have done, aside from presenting at conferences about digital citizenship, is working with my district, AOS 91, um, to provide professional learning um, every month, September through May, on the six different topics that Common Sense Education um, presents as the core topics for digital citizenship instruction. Um, and that has been really fun working with a group of educators from my district to help them implement digital citizenship conversations into their own curriculum. And it's been really fun, um, you know, of course, collaborating with Jonathan as well. As we talk about this work, we're delighted to shape it into something that looks like what your district needs. And as an example, one of the districts we're working with, Rob's Brewer, has asked us to be both faculty facing and family facing. So we've taken the basic elements of this multi-part sessions that we've done with AOS 91, condensed them into some short pieces for professional development, and then morphed them into work to support parents in their complex relationship with their kids and digital citizenship. So as we're describing what work we have done, it really is to give you some templates and some concepts, but not in any way to dictate how we'd like to respond to whatever needs you have. 
Well, and I think you hit it on the head with that idea of like developing a professional development with districts. And I've enjoyed that with the different places that we've gone to, but also what comes out of that, of working um, or coaching one-on-one with teachers, or even if someone needs resources, um, I've created resources and um, had conversations with teachers to help um, build them up. And it's been a great experience. As I normally do, I agree completely with Nicole that the working with teachers one-on-one when possible is fantastic. And a lot of times that is them coming to us asking for questions on things that we can support. But the other side of that is shining a light on teachers who are doing great work, like Rob had said. Um, We do have stories that we write for the DOE newsroom called Good News Stories, where if you see something great that a teacher or a school is doing, you can write a short article to just shine a light on what they're doing, which is, it feels so fantastic because there's so many great things that teachers are doing all over the state. But we now also have extended that into what we call community corner episodes of the podcast, just as another way to really emphasize, you know, what those teachers are doing, because we all, we all know those teachers who are doing great work, but don't think of it, you know, of them doing it themselves. I'm wondering if Martha and Tracy could tell us a little bit about the work that we've done with Carbeck and Gorham, because it feels to me like a great representation of how all these things come together. Yeah, thanks, Jonathan. Um, in February, I was invited to help Gorham Middle School with a staff PD afternoon around the new computer science mobile labs. I shared co-spaces and Yu Hong, Nicole and Jonathan also joined to share some activities with the Spheros. They have actually invited us back for the school STEAM night to do demos for the entire community too. I'd be happy to talk about what happened with the Carabac PD. The tech director called me and asked me to help him coordinate a half day PD session on student engagement. And so we, as an ambassador team, gave them a list of workshop sessions that we thought would meet their requirements. They handpicked the ones they wanted, and then we delivered them in person. Except for one ambassador who couldn't make the trip, but we set her up with a Google Meets and another ambassador in person in the room to help facilitate. She was live on video and did a great job of answering their teachers' questions and at the same time engaging them in a thoughtful process about questioning techniques. So I really enjoyed that kind of hybrid professional development day. So even if we can't make it, in person to your professional development day, we can still make it happen. I want to thank all of my fellow ambassadors for taking the time to be able to explain those various examples of projects that they've been working on. Additionally, I hope hearing those examples gives listeners an idea about what's possible when collaborating with us. Again, it's a wide umbrella that our ambassador role covers. So, if you are interested in some assistance, you can find all of our individual contact information on the MLTI page of the DOE website. Or, if you would like a general contact, you can send an email to doe-mlti2.0 at main.gov. 
Also, please feel free to seek us out at any of the conferences around the state as we try to have representation at most, if not all of them. This includes ACTUM, MAML, PREP, the Educator Summit, plus all of the content-specific conferences and any ed camps that may happen. Before we completely sign off from this episode, we would also like to announce the winner from last month's giveaway drawing. The winner is Nick P. from RSU2. Congratulations, Nick, and we will be in contact shortly to deliver you your breakout EDU kit. Also, we'd like to make sure everyone is aware that in the month of May, we'll be having our student conferences. It will be virtual on May 18th, and then we'll be in person on the UMO campus on May 25th. We are quite excited to be able to host them both and looking forward to working with all the students that attend. Now the very last piece, the dad joke du jour, and probably my new favorite one. How do you turn a frog into a toad? Get it to park its car illegally. Class dismissed. <laughs>